0: Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and be sure to enter the promo code STC. So we'll jump right into today's podcast session. Hello, hello, welcome to session 146 of Selling the Couch. So before I get to today's podcast session... This is really tough for me to admit and say, but just wanted to give a shout out to the philadelphia eagles fans who are listening as a cowboys fan this is painful but congratulations on winning the nfc and uh, heading to the super bowl i am not a new england patriots fan sorry guys so i will actually be cheering for the eagles in the super bowl gotta rep the nfc and the nfc east so if you're a football fan uh, good luck to both teams of course With these episodes, I like to always do something a little bit different. And this episode, actually, I was going to create this a little bit later... Once I felt like I had a little bit more understanding of this topic, but this topic of wanting to create a membership site, this actually came up in a couple of discussions in the Selling the Couch community here in the past couple of weeks. And what I thought I would do is, as you guys have, if you followed me on whether it's on the email newsletter or on the blog or listening to the podcast, you know that I'm launching a directory here in the next couple of weeks, and we've been at I at work on this for the past 13 months and the directory has kind of a membership payment kind of component to it so It has the directory itself, and then it has what's called a learning library, which is basically a series of videos that practitioners can access. It's basically video conversations with practitioners about how they're building their practices, what they're doing, all of those things. Basically, like the podcast, but much more in detail, longer. And then there's a since it's video, we can actually look at websites and all that kind of stuff to see. But anyway, these past 13 months, I feel like I've almost been like drinking through a fire hose and trying to figure out what goes into a membership site, how to launch one, um, how to create one, all of these things. And in this episode, what I simply just wanted to do was share just a couple of lessons, three lessons that I've learned in uh, creating a membership site. And my hope is that that it's helpful, especially if this is something that you're anticipating down the line. For me, just to even, before I share those things, before I just to take a step back, the reason that I wanted to create a membership site, I don't know why, for some reason, the longest time, I've always thought that I I wanted to create a membership site. It looked cool to be able to, you know, kind of create another income stream, to be able to serve people in a much bigger level. And as you guys probably know if you've heard just episodes of the podcast or just follow the Facebook community. As STC grows, one of the things that's always been on my heart is not just to create a business where it's all about just income creation and income generation. I want to be able to use this platform that I've been given to do more good in the world. And the two areas that I really want to focus on is working to end human trafficking and then being able to provide children in marginalized communities better educational opportunities. Those two things are kind of based on a backstory, and I'll quickly share that with you. So the human trafficking element in 2007, while I was still in grad school, I had just finished my fall semester and I would taken a psychology of trauma class. And that between the fall and spring semester, I actually went into Bombay, India to work with a non-governmental organization that works in the largest red light district within, it's actually the largest red light district in Asia, the largest concentrated red light district in the world, and it's actually in Bombay. And so just I got to go with social workers into the brothels. And I think especially as a guy, I just, it opened my world to like, just different you know just a different experience and just some of the things that you know I experienced and saw there I mean it was unbelievable and the majority of my time what I got to do was actually spend at a school several hours away from these brothels so the kids that had been born in the brothels to these parents they were actually being given a better education so that they might break the sort of the cycle And so I think both of those things, and then the second thing is, you know, as you guys know, I was born in India, and a big reason my parents immigrated to the U.S. is that so my brother and I could just have better educational opportunities, and I just, I know that selling the couch, I don't think it would exist had I not been given the opportunities that I did. And so going back to our topic, I wanted to create a membership site because I knew that I wanted to use some of the funds from that to address these sort of two issues, which is, you know, of human trafficking and being able to provide education for kids that may not be able to afford it. And so with that sort of in mind, What I wanted to share, again, was just three quick lessons that I've learned along the way in creating a membership site. I always struggle with episodes like this because in some ways, I feel like I'm just a student and I'm figuring this out and learning and making mistakes along the way. In fact, even the morning as I'm recording this, like we just launched it to 500 members, 500 of our colleagues that are on the beta list for this directory. And You know, I knew that there were going to be some hiccups, that some stuff that we just have to figure out when it launches. And uh, lo and behold, there were. So, even uh, as I record this, like, there's a lot, like, my mind is in five different places because I am trying to figure out, you know, oh, yeah, we need to address this. We need to address this. So, with that being said, three topics, I mean, uh, just three tips I wanted to share with you. I'll share the three at the top and then we'll go ahead and kind of go a little deep into each of those. So, the first one, if you're going to launch a membership site, I encourage you to plan intentionally. And secondly, build imperfectly. And third, grow mindfully. So plan intentionally, build imperfectly, and grow mindfully. So that first one, plan intentionally. Well, a couple of different things. So The biggest tip that I would give you is that if you have an idea for a membership site, don't keep it to yourself and try to create this kind of on your own. Instead, try to get others who are interested In what you have to offer in the content of that membership site, try to get them involved early and often. This definitely requires some humility because what I realized is some of the ideas that I had were not actually what folks wanted. So, for example, this is like a just a real subtle example, but initially with the STC directory, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna have a section that says, like connect via presenting concerns. So basically put a bunch of DSM diagnoses and then if you're a clinician that works with that, you could actually find other clinicians that also work with that if you need a refer or anything like that. But one of the feedbacks that we got early on was that, hey Mel, you know, a lot of practitioners are thinking beyond DSM diagnoses, right? So they're working with entrepreneurs, they're working with highly sensitive people, they're working with millennials, all of those different things. And so what are you going to do about that? And so I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually a really good point. So one of the tweaks that we had to make was we included traditional DSM diagnoses. But then we also put in some of these other categories like entrepreneurs and millennials and executives and those kind of things, just so that, so that we were getting more nuanced feedback so that it made it essentially f- easier for our colleagues to be able to cross-refer in their practices. Initially, and related to that, you're probably wondering like, so, okay, so that sounds great, Mel, you know, like, how do you actually get people involved? So what we did was, and I forgot where I I learned this, but what we did is we started really basic. And I said, you know what, instead of like, trying to do surveys or anything like that, what I just want to do is I just want to have like conversations, whether it's like being able to just grab coffee, or what we ended up doing was like almost like Skype meetings. So I reached out; I think I ended up reaching out to six or eight. I can't exactly remember, but six or eight of the colleagues that expressed interest, and I ended up blocking at an hour for them and just talking, asking them like you know questions around what they were struggling with in their practice, how what they thought of some of the ideas I was thinking about in the directory. And that feedback, what we did is um, I ended up transcribing. I got, of course, got permission from them. And then I ended up just transcribing that that session just for notes for myself. So I used, a, in case you're wondering, I used a company called Rev, so re to do that transcription. It makes it a lot easier. But what I wanted to do with that is I just wanted to try to get, identify some patterns and those kind of things. So after we did the Skype interview, what we ended up also doing is we did lots of different surveys as we built out different components of both the directory and the learning library. So if you can use a Google Forms, so Google has something called Google Forms, which essentially allows you to create surveys. What I ended up using is SurveyMonkey. SurveyMonkey has a free plan. I have the like the lowest tiered paid plan. And the reason I went with SurveyMonkey is just the analytics are a little bit more robust. You guys can uh, probably know from previous podcast episodes I'm kind of a data nerd, so I like being able to see like for example with SurveyMonkey you can see the keywords that are coming up and they'll put it into this like visual chart so you know things that are coming up over and over again. So it saves a lot of time and stuff like that. So the second tip with regard to planning intentionally is learn as much as you can about membership sites before you actually launch one, because there are a lot of moving parts. Now, I'm going to give you some specific sort of like gear and stuff recommendations. But before I say anything more about that, I feel like I should say caveat to this. Learn as much about membership sites as you can, but don't just simply stay at that place of just continuing to consume content, where it actually stops you from taking action and actually creating your membership site. As I mentioned, there's a lot of different moving parts, so you'll need something called the website host, so this is basically where your membership site would be stored. If you're going to do video, which likely you'll have videos in your membership site, you'll need a place to host that. I use Vimeo for mine with STC, and you also need a membership platform, which is basically a place where... Let's say where your members can siphon them off if you need to. For example, like let's say you may have two tiers of membership, right? Like let's say you have a free level and then a paid level, or let's say you have a paid level and then you have a premium level. So something like Wishlist Member, which is the membership platform I use, that makes it easier to do that. And then you need something called a payment processor, which is basically the thing that allows members to be able to share their credit card info. But then you don't actually want to store that information, right? Because you want a company that has the encryption and all of that stuff. So I ended up using PayPal. You can also use Stripe. That's a common one as well. And then you of course need a sales page. So you can, you know, create that on your website or you can use something like lead pages. They already actually with my first with the Healthcasters course, when I launched it in twenty fifteen, I ended up using lead pages Pages as my first sales page. And then we, you know, tweaked it and refined it and eventually just put it on the website as its own. But page is a good place to start. I also wanted to just mention two resources for you guys outside of STC that that was helpful for me. The first one is another podcast called the Membership Guys Podcast. And if you do a quick Google search, you can find their website as well. There's a lot of really great free information there. They also have a paid tier, which I haven't signed up for yet, which I probably will at some point, but that gives you access to like coaching calls and all that kind of stuff. So that might be something to check out as well. Um, Another one to check out, which I actually did join, is Tribe, T-R-I-B-E, and it's with Stu McLaren. So Stu McLaren is an entrepreneur, and he actually was, I believe, one of the co-founders of Wishlist Member. And then he's helped, I believe, hundreds if not thousands of people launch successful membership sites. And so he has a course called Tribe. Uh, It's definitely not a cheap course, but sometimes I feel like you pay for quality. And I knew that I was kind of all in on wanting to do this membership site. So I ended up getting Tribe and, and I like it. Yeah, I really like it. So the first point is plan intentionally. The second point is build imperfectly. And so just two things that I wanted to share within that. And this is so hard for me to admit, but The first version of what you put out into the world of your membership site, it's not going to be perfect. It's going to have, maybe it'll have some grammar errors, maybe the things that you wanted to link out to, maybe they end up not linking out the way that you anticipated. Maybe even like this morning this morning, even I'm thinking like, you know, we're having some kind of issues with some of the the payment options, right? Like, there's something PayPal is doing that it usually doesn't do. And we're trying to figure out why that is, right? And it's just, there's a lot of little things that come up. And so I think I just wanted to simply say that, when you launch a membership site, there's always going to be things that you'll have to tweak and refine and think through. But a lot of us, and even, you know, I've even struggled with this, which is we either want to make it perfect. And so we stop from actually launching the membership site because we're so worried that if it's not perfect, no one's going to invest in it. Or we get so held up by When things are imperfect, we're like, oh my gosh, this is imperfect. People are getting upset. I should just stop this right now. And either one of those perspectives is, of course, not healthy. And I think the reality is that our membership sites will evolve. And that when we get feedback on them, uh, it's not indictment of us or our competence. It's actually just what folks would want is helpful. And this is something I'm still learning is that it's good to be able to parcel that out, right? So when you get feedback, it's not about you. It's about just, you know, that the people that are building this with you that are supporting you, we all want it to be a great product at the end of the day. So the third point is a grow mindfully. And what my biggest advice to you is, it's a really good idea to get some systems into place if you're going to do a membership site. So a couple of things. One is, for example, think about like how you're going to create new content, how often you're going to distribute that content how you're going to edit the content, how you're going to upload it, and how you're going to share it with your members. So for example, let's say that your membership site has video interviews, for example. So are you going to have some sort of scheduling software where you can send out to potential guests so they can automatically schedule so you're not going back and forth? and then once they sign up do you have like a rough email template already created for guests so that all you really have to do is pop in and to certain sections and just change it out like hey here's the topic we're talking about and then most of the other stuff remains the same right and then once the guest gets on and you as you're recording the video do you want to record one video at a time or do you want to batch it meaning you just set aside like a four hour block and you're recording videos back to back to back to back. That way you have, let's say if you're only releasing once a month, you have four months of content already ready to go at the end of those four hours. And then once you record, are you going to have somebody edit the video? If not, that's okay as well. Initially, I don't think you need like a professional editor. I, With the STC Learning Library videos, I wanted to have an editor just because, I don't know, I just felt like I wanted to make them good quality and and make them nice. So are you gonna have an editor? And then who's gonna upload those videos? All of those different things. One of the things that was actually really helpful for me was to do this little exercise called then what? So basically what I do is, okay, I I imagine myself going through the process of creating each individual piece of content for the membership site. And I say, okay, so now I'm gonna send an email to the guest to interview them. And then I say, Mel, then what? Okay, so then they're going to accept that interview. Okay, then what, Mel? Well, that means that they'll need a place, they'll need to be reminded when the interview is, and then they'll also need to know, for example, to log into Skype for that interview. Okay, so I got to put that in. Okay, then what? Then they're going to show up for the interview. Then what? So you keep doing that kind of exercise. It sounds really like silly and <laughs> a little bit dumb, but like for me it was helpful because it it reminds me to think about all of the little steps that are involved in creating something like this. The other thing that I would just encourage you to do is that as you start to grow, what I've realized is it's not just about initially launching the membership site, it's about having the foundation in place for sustained growth over time. So you want to make sure that your existing members are happy and that they stay members. You also want to be thinking about how to get new members. And What I've realized is, and again, I'm not like an expert on membership site building, but this is just my own sort of lesson. And what I've learned is you have to have a really good foundation in place for content creation, because it's not just about that initial launch. And it's not just about the first couple of pieces of content that are going out in your membership site. It's being able to do create content over time, right? Because the nature of a membership site is people are paying for content to be released on a regular basis and if you don't have the systems in place to be able to release it or you're like oh i forgot about you know May, and i don't have anything so we'll see you guys next month What you're gonna what's gonna happen is you're gonna get drop off so you just have to sort of think strategically and one thing that was helpful for me is i planned out three months of content and i recorded everything beforehand so that you know because i know Right now, we're about to launch the directory and the learning library for the first time, and I don't want to be stressed out trying to think about what things to record and all of those things here right in the middle of a launch. So I hope that today's episode was helpful. I felt like it was a little bit high level, but more than anything, I think I just wanted to talk about, I feel like some of the things that we don't often find online about creating a membership site that... You know, I think there's a lot of emphasis on, you know, create a membership site because it's recurring income and you can scale it and all of those things. And those things are true, but there's a lot of other stuff like, you know, thinking about all these systems and realizing that, you know, your perfectionism is going to kick in like crazy and that you want to be thoughtful about how you're planning and growing and all of those things. So uh, just to summarize three different things, plan intentionally build imperfectly and grow mindfully and within plan intentionally just two sort of tips get feedback from others and then learn as much as you can about membership sites before you actually launch your own and then within build imperfectly two tips as well just realize the first version of what you build is not going to be perfect and then just realize there's going to be a vulnerability hangover And just a level of vulnerability that comes with launching a membership site. And it's good to not personalize feedback that you get from users. And then with the grow mindfully aspect of it, just this general idea of being sure to get some systems in place so that you're not overwhelmed when you launch and also that you can have long term sustained growth for your membership site. So I was like debating whether to create this episode, like keep it like super technical, like after you do this, you should do this, right? But and maybe I'll create an episode like that. But what I would love to do is I just want to be able to serve you guys within the Selling the Couch community when this episode goes live this week. It'll be pinned to the top. If you have any specific questions, please feel free to just leave them there. I know that I'm not the only person that's done membership sites within the STC community. Oh, by the way, you can find the community over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash community. But we'll try to answer questions for you guys. Always want this to be a place of that we're learning together and growing together. If you would like to learn more about the directory and the components of it, you can find that over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash directory. Have a great rest of your week. And thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. Take good care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Selling the Couch podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.sellingthecouch.com.